Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Good Faith Idea Exchange. This is part three of my three-parter with Jen Potter. Now, the focus of this concluding episode is conquering the chaos in your life to achieve personal and professional success. And again, I don't want to take up much time, so let's jump right into it. So, so yeah, so anyway, um, you know, I know you've mentioned before finding positivity in the chaos. Um, would you like to elaborate a little bit on what you mean by that? Yeah. So I, I, I came up with that title actually for a conference that I had to, I, I was speaking at, not that I had, that I got to speak at. And, uh, it was when we started talking about finding the positivity amongst all of the crazy, right? So my life is crazy. If you haven't gotten that from listening to all the things that I said, right? Four kids, I mean, four businesses, three kids, a puppy, heart condition. I'm training to run the Boston Marathon. I'm constantly, Whoa. you know, looking for the next big thing to work on and work with. And so my life is always crazy. And, but it's always stopping and remembering what are all the positives in any negative situation that we're in? And I do this with a lot of my clients and I do this with my friends. And when someone's like, shit hit the fan, it's been an awful day and I can't get anything accomplished. Stop. Stop what you're doing. Take a deep breath. Walk away from it, whatever you're walking away from. And then I want, and I do this to everybody, give me three positive things from that one negative. So if I said, you know what, I overslept this morning. What are three positives that I got from oversleeping? Well, I got to sleep a little bit longer. I was more rested. And yes, I woke up in a little bit of a panic, but in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter, you know, and I didn't have to go to a meeting that I didn't want to go to. So that's a positive. So not saying that any of those things happened today, but <laughs> you know, you, t you tell yourself, what are the positives from every negative situation? Oh, I was late to a meeting. Well, how did that meeting turn out? Was it actually worth it? Did you actually have to miss something? What were, what were all the positive things that happened along the way? And if we can change that negative thought process to something positive throughout our day, we're going to have more positives than negatives. When everyone's like, I had an awful day. Was it really an awful day or was it an awful series of of moments? How can you turn around and say today was actually a good day, even when you had something shitty happen? Every day we have something shitty happen. Do we choose to focus on the negative or do we choose to focus on the positive? I get to record with you today. I woke up with a headache. So could, did I let it control me? Nope. I took some Tylenol sinus. I had some more coffee, drank some water, went to another meeting. It was fantastic. But I could have stayed in bed all day and I could have just been, woe is me. You right. know? It's very true. That's really awesome that you see things that way. Um, Lots I, of practice. I, <laughs> right. It, that, that's true. It really is practice. And you know, that, that, that sort of outlook is not necessarily something that, you know, happens right away, but, you know, the way that these sorts of things, these sorts of things that have lasting impacts on your life tend to manifest is through a constant application, through, right. through practice, you know? Um, it really is. Mm -hmm. But, um, okay, well, as a business owner in today's society, um, how important would you say certain skills like scheduling, like networking, you know, and setting boundaries. How important would you say that those are to your success? 
those are all super important for me setting boundaries is number one and it's a topic that i talk about all the time when i go and speak on stages and in large groups is setting boundaries we set boundaries for ourselves not for anybody else when i tell you that i don't work past five o'clock it's to tell myself i don't work past five o'clock if i tell myself that from five to nine o'clock is for my children that is for me not necessarily my children my children benefit from it but it's for me it's for me to remind myself that these are the time frames that i set aside for my family why i do the things i do I can't successfully run all of the things that I run if I don't set boundaries. It's so easy. Burnout is real. And try to get as much done as you possibly can in a shorter time frame. For me, too, I also wake up super early. Typically, I wake up around 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. I get up and I get most of my paperwork done for the day so I can have meetings or get on calls and do all the things that I want to do. And and be efficient. You know, it's so easy for us to waste time scrolling through social media or, you know, random text messaging. But if you can be more efficient and more, you know, this is when I'm going to do this. This is when I'm going to, you know, do X, Y, and Z for me. Like I typically, if I'm going to record a video, sometimes I do it ahead of time, but most of the time I'll do it at six o'clock in the morning when I have all my other stuff done. I record a quick video when I'm usually in my bathrobe and half asleep with my glasses on, but I'll record my video. I'll say the things that I need to say. I'll post it out there. And then I typically won't go on social media for, for a majority of the day, unless I'm looking for a message or something like that. And then when I have time later on at night, I'll kind of go back through everything. But to be intentional with our time, to be intentional with our boundaries and schedule setting, it allows me to run multiple businesses. So I'm able to delegate and do things more efficiently. So the more scheduling that we put in place and the more systems that we put in place as a business owner, we're able to be more efficient. And I think that that's really important. And having people that work with you, not for you, but with you who are able to kind of respect those boundaries and then also help to delegate other responsibilities throughout all your other businesses. It's important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with what you had said about burnout and that burnout is real. Um, we, I, I actually just had um, a guest on, um, just about a little over a week ago. And she's basically um, a doctor who, you know, her specialty, was, you know, is in neuroscience. And she That's cool. was, you know, yeah, she was leading a very busy life. And she had her career. She had, you know, her family, children, all, all these different things, um, you know, that she was trying to balance her life around. And at one point... Um, she really felt burnout and it was pretty strong over time. She saw someone about it and now she actually, you know, takes some, takes a good portion of her time and works with people dealing with this, the same thing. And, um, you know, I, I found that really interesting and really refreshing, you know, to see people who are, are doing that and, you know, are, are helping people with these um, situations and, yeah, that that just kind of stood out to me. Yeah. And and that's really important, right? And she recognized the burnout and she recognized how it affected her life. And, you know, kind of like with the things that we do, teaching other people about the things that we've been through and how we can, you know, live more efficiently, live in a better lifestyle, not doing all the things. I don't believe in balance. I don't think balance exists. When people are like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to balance work-life balance. I'm like, that shit don't exist. My balls are always up in the air, but it's how well am I handling, you know, all the balls in the air? Because the right. second you try to put something in balance, it's just going to fall off. So you just have to say, what am I focusing on right now? Table it. What am I focusing now? 
table it. And just, you know, like I said, with those schedule settings and those boundaries, it allows us to kind of, you know, work within these limitations a little bit more, but balance, I don't think will ever exist. Not in my life anyways, but maybe that's an ADHD thing. And I think burnout is really big for people who have ADHD because we want to do all the things all the time and we want to be all here and I get to get the best possible grades and I have to have the best possible business and I get to do all of the things to make everybody happy. In the grand scheme of things, I do all the things I do to make me happy. I could honestly care less about anybody else's opinions but I do them for me and my attention and my intention for the things that I do are more inward. I find that everything else is more at peace. Okay. And I can still be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So, so Jen, are there, um, do you have any special initiatives underway right now that you'd like to like to mention? Well, I'm always, I'm always looking for, to do something different. So one of the things that I've been focusing on, so I, I'm, I'm currently doing a mastermind, which is awesome with other people in business or who want to be in business. So if you're looking to be in a group setting, definitely contact me for that. But I also, you know, one of the things that I've been focusing on is venture building. And I love helping other people get to the next level in business. If you have an idea for a business, how can I help you start it? How can I help you create the business plan that you want to create to, to have the best business that you want to have? And when I started shifting my focus on how I can help people grow and grow into business, I feel like my mind, sh my mindset shifted because I feel like for me now I'm, I'm visualizing something else with somebody. And that is, you know, that fulfills my crazy ADHD brain. Cause I want to do all the things. I'm like, I have a million ideas. And when someone comes to me, I'm like, that's a great idea, but I don't want to do anything like that because this is you, but how can I help you do it? Hmm. So it's, it's that's definitely good. fulfilling for me. <laughs> that is interesting. All right. Well, um, well, also, Jen, how can people reach you if they would like to know more about you and about what you do? Absolutely. So we're currently reworking our website right now. But if you were to go to um, email Jen at Epic 47 EPIC 47.com, you can find me at Jen underscore live your best life. There's no coincidence why I said that a million times, because if you repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, Jen underscore live your best life uh, on Instagram, Jen Potter on LinkedIn, send me a DM. Let's have a virtual coffee. Let's talk about life and all the craziness and, you know, who we can connect with. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, um, Jen, that's pretty much uh, all I had for you today. I, I really want to thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me. And Thank um, you. Yeah. I this... appreciate your time. So thank you. Thank you. All right. And this concludes my concluding episode, my three-parter with Jennifer Potter. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. hope you guys got something out of it. And like I always try to say, feel free to subscribe to the show, um, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify or Overcast, wherever you listen, feel free to subscribe, feel free to give the show a rating, whatever you think it, you know, actually deserves. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Have a great day, everyone.